do you believe employee engagement is pushed uh, top down and what role does leadership have to play in uh, employee engagement in in the organization this is the employee engagement podcast hey there i'm shrikant acharya ceo at offineeds.com and on this show i interview seasoned professionals and authors who have a ton of experience with recruiting managing and growing large teams you'll get to learn from them new strategies philosophies case studies and anecdotes that will help you improve employee engagement in your own organization let's get straight into it i think even if employee engagement is pushed top down i think it's very important to uh, employee engagement is uh, i mean the way it is actually uh, the way you actually interact with an employee so i think even if uh, i think even if it is communic if it is pushed down uh, it is still it will still stand uh, strong only if it is executed if in the interactions yeah. as well so Correct. as an employee your first contact person is your reporting manager and you know, mm. i was reading somewhere and uh, i think there was a gallup study that you know uh, i think we both looked at some time back and uh, it mentioned that 64% of the employees are disengaged you know yeah. and after the pandemic after the pandemic the situation has worsened actually 15% more are disengaged so uh, in the current scenario uh, you know it's important that you know you uh, the reporting manager you have to as a reporting manager you are very well connected with your uh, subordinates and uh, whatever is the employee engagement uh, tactics or strategy which the leadership decides of course leadership has to endorse for employee engagement and in my humble experience most of the leaderships Uh, teams are are in favor of employee engagement i think it is a trickling down is where it you know kind yeah. of um, gets a bit deviated um, yeah. so yeah. leadership is always in favor of employee engagement employee growth you know uh, in every way i mean for every company it is just that you know by the time it trickles down uh, it tends to get uh, a bit deviated from what it was planned for so it's important that you know uh, your uh, team members are feeling as engaged and as motivated while while interacting with you the current times are taxing it is challenging yeah. to you know work from home work yes. just work and you know be inside the home there are many many challenges I and mean, if you have children you have other challenges you have elderly yes. people you have to take care of them so it's yeah. i think it's important to have that sensitivity uh, while while getting work done from your uh, team members uh, get the work done but also be humane and sensitive to them that's important uh, weaving storytelling in in your uh, you know uh, in your employee engagement is also important it's it it gives it gives kind of a credibility so it's not just you're telling them okay we we are doing this and we are doing that it's like you're showing a story here it is it was done and this is how the employee feels so mm. that's that's uh, i i think most of the companies are waking up to it but it's still right. has a long way to go yeah yeah i i've seen namita you shared some amazing resources there's an article from forbes and there's another article from hbr and a youtube link which you shared so guys i've posted it in the comments uh, it's come on facebook and youtube on linkedin it's not yet come for some reason i'm going to post that after this okay. please come back and check it out and i i think those resources really awesome uh, so let's open up to some of the questions that we have uh, that are here i have uh, uh hisham mohammed hisham is a regular on our show and he's 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 an um, uh, excellent hr professional and uh, uh, i like the question that is asking what is the follow up action to an employee story and what are the drawbacks to using stories okay so follow up action to every stories you can invite more stories 
Mm. So one way of that is you can invite more stories. The other way is you know make sure that the stories are shared. You know, mm. so if you know if they go viral within your employees, that's that's a great success for the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you can invite more stories. So do you have some uh, any of the other employees? Do you want to share some story of yours? That's one way of uh, you know uh, building, and that's that that is what is going to you know bring the momentum of engagement also in the employees. Um, shortcoming of storytelling. I am a storyteller. I can't think of that. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe over, maybe you know. I think it's important to keep the communication a bit uh, measured. Also, sometimes mm. you know, you have to, when you are uh, a passionate storyteller, that like me can over communicate also. So I think maybe just that that can be one drawback or one checkpoint uh, while storytelling. Uh, oh. Have your stories, uh, you know, release your stories one one at a time, kind of thing. Mm. That that is something that I've learned in my experience. But other than that, I can't think of any drawback. I would love to know from him if he feels some, if he feels there is a drawback, or if you want to share. Something. Oh, yes, nothing comes to my mind too. I I love stories. So Hisham, you heard that. I think that's a great answer. If you have something in mind, saying, you know, I think this is the back backdrop of uh, storytelling. Please please write it in the comments below, and I'll read that out. Uh, we have a few more interesting questions. I, I want to read this one out from Ganesh. Okay, I know this is an employee engagement conversation that's going on, but I know Ganesh is from sales and he asks, uh, uh, what does he say? How can I apply business storytelling to sales? Would yes, you like to take that? Convert your case studies. Yeah, convert your case studies into business stories. Uh, you know, maybe that because when you're selling, you essentially are uh, going to talk about some of your credentials, some of the customers that you've done. So convert that into stories. Uh, you know, try to understand the current challenges of the prospect, and you know, if you can weave that into a story while presenting the solution, uh, that could also be one way of using stories. But one of the ready, uh, you know, most credible way for a salesman to use stories is to convert their case studies and credentials into business stories and uh, present them, have a video made on them, things like that. Mm. That would be right. app for a salesperson. Right. Right. Awesome. Actually, I have a question which uh, kind of relates to the answer which you gave, which is from Praveen. He's asking on YouTube, uh, can you, what is the difference between case study and storytelling? Yeah, so case study is possibly, you know, a, a, a set of information of what you did with a customer <laughs> laid out. Story is, you know, when you are uh, mm. presenting it in interestingly, engagingly, where you are talking about the challenges and you're talking about the benefits. You're talking about more about the benefits that came to the customer than your product features. So these are the normal, uh, you know, uh, features of storytelling. You, you you talk about things that are relevant to directly relevant to your target audience. It's not about uh, talking about your solutions and your features. It's talk, mostly talking about what is the benefit, what is the impact you had on the customer. You start with that, and then you come to uh, you know what what is it that you particularly offer. So there's a huge difference between case study and storytelling. Uh, I think business story storytelling is a, is the most evolved and new age form of case study. Mm. Okay, uh, I want to respond. Mohammed uh, Mohammed Hisham has responded here. He says uh, so often more than not, the management might be apprehensive about the outcome of employee story. In your experience, have you had any bad experiences? Uh, none so far. Uh, uh, no, I don't think management would have any. Uh, I've come across a case where management was uh, taken aback by the impact of employee stories. Uh, I think mm -hmm. it's not been the case so far, and not I'm not aware of such a case. Uh, yeah. I think what he's mentioning about is, you know, negative story. Maybe mm. maybe an employee can Correct. come up with a negative story. <laughs> so, Correct. 
that is something that you may want to control the management may want to control i think the, yeah. i would suggest that the management should talk one on one to such employees and resolve their grievances if there is a negative uh, right. experience shared by an employee i certainly right. would not recommend uh, you know and management will also not uh, share it yeah. uh, with other employees it's it's more important to resolve it than right uh, than you know share it yeah so just to clarify stories need not be live right that that that's not what we are saying here you're yes, probably yes. thinking about instagram stories where you switch on the camera no, and, no, and start no, sharing no. so it need not be like that it's just the uh, the the way it's been put out it's in a story format it's it's about first person uh, uh, saying it that kind of a thing is that correct Amita? yeah it's the narrative how you talk about yeah. experience uh, how you talk about a success uh, you know what you talk about first what is uh, do you think about the message before you actually come up create the story think of the messaging uh, weave that messaging in your content create a story it's very easy to look at a set of information and you know and have people not impressed by it so we have to think right. spend some time convert it into a story and then you will have the results fantastic absolutely i hope that answers your question hisham uh, i have a very interesting question i really like this one this is from harshita dubey she's on youtube she's asking how do you encourage employees to participate in workshops and in blog posts oh okay so uh, one. <laughs> I, yes yes very very uh, very good question i think uh, one uh, you know one or two ways that i have tried tackling it in my experiences that you know uh, i involve leadership you know ask leadership mm. to write some blogs push those blogs you know and uh, then in, in uh, maybe i i used to also used to run a competition of sorts where i would request the employees to send their blogs and we would choose one as a blog of the week kind of a thing mm, so that right. that worked huh? so mm. so have some kind of a you know recognition attached to it have leadership mm. endorsement uh, you know mm. push push uh, push your uh, blog platform uh, leveraging a leadership endorsement i think these are two three ways that i have tried uh, you know doing yeah. but also uh, you know like you know you could you could think through uh, instead of choosing one blog as a you know one blog per week as the best blog or something you can also choose topics you know so choose topics because many of the times you have um, employees who are techies you know they are passionate about one technology or one particular yeah. Uh, topic yeah so you can you can touch you can you know uh, touch touch on those employees so have those topics curate curate the topics and talk about them and invite employees to engage with you yeah yeah absolutely i was going to say the same thing that's that's a great idea that you know instead of putting it out on a board saying everybody come and participate you can curate uh, what did you say create cohorts and say okay this set of people might be interested in this kind of topic and approach them yeah. and identify the most influential people and then you know bring them in one at a time that, i think that is a, that would be a good approach uh, i have a very interesting question here from arjun he is asking who is your favorite storyteller wow oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'll i'll mention the names who i follow uh, um, yeah. there is a uh, there is a marketing guru called seth godin uh, seth godin yes yeah there is a uh, marketing guru called gai kawasaki uh, mm. so these are the people i follow uh, mm. my favorite storytellers would be uh, these if you, if you ask me the companies i can tell you i i love microsoft kind of stuff right i uh, mm -hmm. you know i think it's incredible um in many of the content pieces i like cisco also some mm -hmm. of the content pieces is very interesting um so that's uh, there are many other companies accenture has great content so you can go to visit the website you will have it um 
these are the companies that I and companies and people that I look up to. Right. Awesome. Love it. I love Seth Godin. I think he's an amazing, amazing uh, storyteller. You just can't stop reading The Purple Cow, which is a top-selling book from Seth Godin. Uh, I have a question here from Ravi Kumar. He says, is storytelling relevant in current scenario where we are changing jobs, opportunities with hiring managers to crack the same? I'm not sure what he means by crack the same, but I, I think he means you know things are changing very frequently and there's a lot of uh, chaos out there and, and so on. Is, is storytelling relevant? I think storytelling is very relevant. I think the only way you can, uh, you know, be relevant in today's time is storytelling. Like either it, either it is, you know, where you're not actually meeting people, you have to present your content or talk about your content in the most interesting way. You are not going to meet that customer physically. You're not going to meet that partner physically or employees. So it's important to, I think this is the best time for storytelling to do it right. It's the, yeah. it's the time which needs storytelling. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's my take on it. Absolutely. There couldn't be a better time, according to me, for storytelling, because there are so many challenges. There are so many, uh, there's so much chaos. There is there is so much turmoil that's going on. You know, how do you motivate somebody in such times? The best way, according to me, is to be able to tell them a story about how somebody else did it and allow them to be inspired by, by that story and, and, you know, improve their own situation or their own circumstances or something like that. So talking about that, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, motivation. What do you what what can organizations do to keep their employees and their teams motivated in these challenging times? Uh, so there are two three ways of that. The first is the business way, like you know, in terms of work, uh, you know, keep them motivated, uh, give them the right growth plans, have those conversations every quarter with employees. Uh, in, this is this is an, you know this is to make sure that they're engaged and they're in alignment with the business goals of the company. So their, mm. their professional goals are in alignment with the companies. I think this is where the mid-management there uh, mm. takes a critical you know, importance uh, in, in, the, in the way employees uh, feel engaged. Uh, so that is very important. Secondly would be, you know, uh, yes, I mean, make sure that they are recognized. So one mm. way is the first thing is to have the you know, goals aligned. The second way is to make sure that they recognized uh, all the mm -hmm. hard work. It is very difficult to, you know, work in such environments. It is very difficult as a manager also to gauge because, you know, a manager would also have their own pressures. But uh, the point of trying to make is that if you want to keep employees engaged, have their have their professional goals in line with the company's professional goals, give them a clear growth, growth plan so that they know where they are going. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's important. Many a times mid-management tends to, you know, uh, kind of give that a backseat. Uh, and, mm. and you know, so it's important that that comes out. Uh, then uh, there would be you know other beyond work engagements. You know, how can mm. you make an employee feel belonging that the person belongs to this company uh, by by doing and communicating uh, what you're doing in various other fields. You know, uh, whether it is you know the CSR initiatives. You know, whether it is any other initiatives. Have have those communications with the employees to make them feel that okay, they are involved, they are inclusive, and they can also give them opportunities to contribute there also. I think mm. these are the two, three ways where you can uh, you know, in, in, engage employees in the, in the current uh, challenging scenarios and be sensitive to them. Uh, yeah. Important. Yeah, I think the biggest one is aligning their goals to the organization's goals. If that can be done, I think that is the that's that's the natural path, right? And, and anything and else that. 
and the growth plan also. So many and the growth plan. It tends to get, you know, it tends to get be given a back seat unless employee him, himself or herself is asking for it. But if yeah. an organization uh, proactively, mm. you know, gives a growth plan, irrespective of what level anyway, just think through and uh, think through what you would offer this employee two years down the line. You know, that that would also be very important to keep the employee engaged because people tend to look, tend to switch or tend to look out. Uh, in the current scenario, there is a very high attrition rate, very high turnover rate. So the reason I think is this only because because the current challenge is it's, mm. it's not that easy to have all these yeah. you know points taken Correct. care of. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. So it's been going great, guys. I want to remind you, we have a few more minutes left and then we're going to be winding up. So if you have any more interesting questions, please bring them on. While you do that, let me combine a couple of questions here. One, Sandhya asked, how do you prepare your brand for business storytelling? And Hisham has come, come up with another interesting question saying, is there a framework or structure for effective storytelling? I'm, I'm kind of combining, throwing both these questions at you. You can answer it however you like. Uh, so I, I like the question about you know uh, the frame framework of storytelling. Uh, so yes, so I I have uh, I have been observing the storytelling for the last few years, and uh, mm -hmm. the way it works, the so-called the so-called structure of the storytelling is that you know firstly you you come on a com common ground, try to find a way to come on a common ground uh, with with your target audience, and uh, then look look at what they want. So your messaging has to be in alignment with what they want. Uh, so have your content first come on a common ground, have your content and messaging aligned to what your target audience needs. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you can, you know, uh, bring the challenges. So what is their problem? You are on, the, on their side and you are seeing things mm -hmm. from their side. So what is the mm -hmm. problem? What is the challenge? Talk about the challenges. Then talk about, you know, uh, either talk about how you've already solved the challenges, if it's a business story where you've already mm -hmm. done it. If you have not done it, then talk about what, how you can do it, what can be the benefits out of it. And mm. then you talk about the uh, uh, products and solutions that you, that will help you, your company's product and solution that will help you. That will be the last thing. So you, sh you start with uh, coming on a common ground with the uh, target audience. Look at what their problem is. Uh, think of how the challenges can be resolved, what benefits can can they be you know, uh, benefited from, and then talk about. So this is the so-called uh, uh, storytelling structure that uh, I have uh, observed and uh, learned recently. And what was the second question? Uh, the other how question how can a business uh, prepare? Let me read that out. Uh, she says, how, how do you prepare your brand for business storytelling? Yes, so that's a very good question. Uh, I think you a brand prepares for business storytelling by having all its, uh, have all the content aligned. Think through what your brand positioning is. Uh, basically, uh, refresh your brand from the customer's perspective. Uh, think through what uh, what are the benefits that you can offer to the customer. That's that's how you that's how your brand language should be. You know what what are, what am I offering the customer? Have all your uh, so-called case studies stories uh, in front of you. Uh, articulate a messaging a message mm -hmm. house of what you're gonna how you're gonna talk about uh, your products or your services or your success to the uh, customer. What is gonna be your brand language? And then you uh, send you basically the way you communicate uh, your story, um, your main story um, should be every every content piece should be in alignment with your messaging and mm. your storytelling. So it's mm. a big task. 
you know it's not easy for a brand to you know uh, do that yeah. i think it will take some time but it's important to get your messaging right and have your messaging consistent across all your content whether it's your website whether it's your yeah. uh, you know uh, instagram social media everywhere you should talk the same language i think and more deeper if you want to go to storytelling then your case studies your business stories your partner stories your employee stories should all be uh, in in alignment with your messaging yeah and and as overwhelming as it might seem i think it's good to yes. start with small baby steps yes yes it's good to start yeah. with small so maybe you can, you can start with your customer facing content first and you know and then take the next steps absolutely thank you namita thank you it's been wonderful having you here it's been a great great conversation and uh, we've had some amazing interaction with the audience thank you everyone for all the questions i know we were not able to pick up all the questions but i think we were able to group some of the questions together and, and namita was able to answer uh, most of them if you have more questions put it out in the comment i will try to bring that out to namita and i'll try to uh, respond to that in the chat section itself and i promised three of the best questions will get a 500 rupee gift voucher from one of our properties the home office.in the home office is a work from home solution so you can go check it out and place other stuff that you need to work from home more efficiently so in my view namita or, or namita do you want to pick up the three winners or shall i do that i would suggest shrikant you go ahead and pick thank you all right amazing questions i think the three picks that i have is uh, mohammed hisham he takes the cake uh, uh, every single time it's been it's not just been a question i think it's been an amazing conversation with hisham uh, that's one and harshita dubey from youtube i think she asked the question about how do you encourage employee participation in workshops and blog posts i think that's that was a great good. question that's a good one and the third one which i think really kind of pulled the rug out of the fit was was from arjun who who asked who's your favorite storyteller so yes. these are three of my favorite questions <laughs> so arjun harshita and mohammed hisham somebody from my team will reach out to you and tell you how you can uh, get your a uh, gift Thank you so much Namita for being on the show. I hope uh, you had as much fun as I did. Thank you so much Shrikant uh, for having me here and thank you know, congratulations to all the winners also for the questions. I had a wonderful session and it was great interacting. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. This podcast is an offineeds.com initiative. Offineeds is a leading corporate gifting company based in India. Offineeds specializes in custom-made new journey kits, offering guaranteed home delivery of corporate gifts, setting up and managing official brand stores for companies, and gift voucher solutions from 100 plus brands for your company's top performers. Thank you for listening. I hope you got at least one or two ideas to execute in your own company. Stay tuned for a new employee engagement podcast every week. See you soon.